Thank you for joining SeniorLivingGuide.com's podcast station, sponsored by Parish Healthcare. We are a senior-focused podcast for seniors specifically. Uh, SeniorLivingGuide.com is a senior housing website that is specifically targeted for seniors and their caregivers to provide them better solutions for senior housing, for senior assisted living, skilled nursing, and home health care. Um, I would like to introduce today that uh, our two guests in the studio from Parish. Uh, we have Dr. Pam and Janet as our guests. Yes. Dr. Pam Trinetti is a geriatrician and a physician who specializes in the care of senior citizens. Janet is a uh, Janet Rooks is a social worker with a master's in counseling and a dementia care specialist. They work together as uh, the Paris Senior at the Paris Senior Consultation Center, where they focus on the care of patients with dementia. Dr. Chinetti is the Director of Aging Services at Parish, and Janet Rooks coordinates uh, Parish Senior Solutions, which provides education, resources, and support for seniors and their caregivers. Welcome, ladies. We're so excited to have you in the studio today. Thank you. Great to be here. Yes, absolutely. And I really just want to mention that we really appreciate the fact that uh, Parish Medical and Parish Healthcare provide the services specifically for seniors. So any senior that really needs anything from head to toe, they can call Parish and find those services specifically targeted to their needs. So that's really great that parishes offer those services. So I just wanna like give a shout out to that, um, that, that you work so tightly with seniors. Um, so today we really wanted to talk about something that I know is really important to a lot of seniors right now and their caregivers, even more so than ever, but it's always been a hot topic and a, an issue with seniors specifically is depression. So while anyone can really experience depression, it definitely is something that can be harder for seniors. Um, So a lot of people are stressed out and depressed. Um, Why does this specifically include seniors? Well, you know, there's chemical changes in the brain as we age, and literally the chemicals that keep us happy and kind of up mood, they decrease and the chemicals that can bring us down a little bit cause depression they increase Mm -hmm. so the brain's kind of a setup for depression and then janet there's so many losses as we get older exactly they lose the loss or lose the ability to do the things they used to do even you know doing laundry Mm -hmm. cooking a meal yeah Uh, going out to dinner is a big thing because Mm -hmm. they're on walkers Uh, the physical limitations that they have as they age Mm -hmm. are are astronomical so and and I think when you say they you mean we 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 (laughs) because we're already seeing Mm -hmm. some of the changes that happen as Mm -hmm. as we get older you know we uh, you know retire and we define ourselves by our job or you know maybe our kids disappoint us not me not Janet but no (laughs) but uh, uh, you know sometimes our pets pass away or Mm -hmm. we have to downsize our home and there's right. lots of losses that yeah. come as we hit that stage of life. Yeah, you your know. kids grow up, move away. Mm-hmm. You know, we difference. plan our entire life to for when we retire. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to retire. We're going to travel. We're going to go on that dream vacation for, you know, that wherever that may be. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, our health declines. 
our loved one, the, our spouse that we made that promise years and years ago has a major life change, an mm-hmm. event, whether it be dementia or something like that. That's what we see in our office is mm-hmm. the dementia. And all of a sudden, they robbed. They're robbed of that mm-hmm. trip mm-hmm. that they've thought about to go, you know, to Europe or wherever. Right. And, you know, I see calendars, those little pocket calendars, mm-hmm. and where it used to be that they were going to travel. Now it's doctor's appointments. Right. They're going, they've got a specialist for every body part. That's their new job. That's their mm-hmm. new job. Yeah. And not only for themselves, my caregivers, but also for their, their spouse or their loved one. And, you know, the children, the adult children that are taking care of them mm-hmm. are also taking care of, and I say adult children, I'm not talking about middle-aged, I'm talking about in their, their retired age, mm-hmm. because our patients are living longer. Yeah. And so now they're faced with the depression, and they're seniors, mm-hmm. and um, they're also taking care of the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a big thing. It, yeah. It's a real mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it definitely... Um, sounds like it can be quite a conundrum and trying to work around those issues so that they can still have a more still have a happy life and still have a more fulfilled life so what are some of the things that um you can do to combat the anxiety and the depression what mm-hmm. are some of those conversations that you have with your patients well the first is to acknowledge how you're feeling mm-hmm. because Depression is often a a misdiagnosis because people say, oh, no, if I was depressed, I'd be sitting there crying all day long. Right. That's not it. It's you don't have the pleasure from things that used to give you pleasure. Mm -hmm. You have problems making a decision because you're so afraid of making the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's you're frustrated and irritable, just a personality change, just angry mm-hmm. and people think well how can anger be a sign of depression it certainly can mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. and you're pushing people away when really you need to bring them closer right. you're also not sleeping mm-hmm. you're either eating you're eating too much mm-hmm. or not eating enough you're sleeping too much or not sleeping at all mm-hmm. you find that in the middle of the day you just shut down mm-hmm. you know it's a matter of Finding out exactly what's going on, you deserve an evaluation. Mm-hmm. Get talk to your doctor, and and find out is it something? Is it a chemical imbalance? Is it something that you need? It's a medical issue that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. But you need to talk to your talk to your medical doctor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really glad that you brought up about the sleeping because I think that the uh, misnomer is is that basically if you are sleeping too much, that's depression, because that's what basically kind of the commercials say Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that depressed people sleep but the reality is if you're not sleeping enough if you're waking up in the middle of the night or that type of stuff that can be depressed too Mm -hmm. and I don't think a lot of people really realize that so that's that's kind of new information I think Mm -hmm. so there's also medical causes for depression Mm -hmm. you could have an underactive thyroid you could have a vitamin deficiency you could have sleep apnea you could have all kinds of medical problems that masquerade Mm -hmm. as depression not to mention the side effect of your medication Mm -hmm. if you read that package insert so there could be other contributing factors right so it may not just be life and you Mm -hmm. think it's just life and the reality is there's a lot of super simple fixes Mm-hmm. That might be just med- you know, medicine related that might be n- just need to be adjusted that will make you feel a whole lot better. 
Mm-hmm. And it's not a quick fix. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of medications out there, a lot mm-hmm. of antidepressants. And what worked for you, what worked for your friend may not work for you. Right. But mm-hmm. what works for your cousin mm-hmm. or your sister or your brother or your parent mm-hmm. uh, may work for you. you right. Know? So find out or talk to talk to your loved ones talk Mm -hmm. to people and find out and and talk to your doctor find Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. what's out there to work for you the commercials on tv yeah uh Mm -hmm. they're marketing absolutely Mm -hmm. you know jot down those names of Mm -hmm. those medications Mm -hmm. but also keep a list of your medications so that when you do go into the doctor read those read those inserts so you know that it could possibly be um a side effect to that medication Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So do you find that um, seniors, just because I think they're older, there's um, not a real thought behind the fact that they could actually harm themselves? Do you see that that's that does happen with seniors? That is that's something people don't think about. Mm -hmm. But yes, you know, if you say that about 25% of people over 65 mm-hmm. are clinically depressed. Older men are the most efficient when it comes to killing themselves. They use guns. Mm-hmm. Other ways of doing it are the little lady who's been living alone. She's isolated. She's getting sadder and sadder. And she just decides to take all of the medicines for the week. Mm. She's found lying there. And it's, oh, well, she must have just passed away in her sleep after all. She was elderly. She had heart problems. That's mm-hmm. probably what happened when actually it was a hidden depression yeah. that could have been helped. That's so disheartening. And, and so and you're right, Dr. Trini, Dr. Pam, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pam, you're absolutely correct. And, you know, and the thing is, you, you as family members, as caregivers, be in tune with that. In our office, it's addressed. Mm-hmm. You know, we address, we question or ask, not question, but we ask every patient: Are you, are you sad? Are you having any thoughts of mm-hmm. hurting yourself? Mm-hmm. If someone does have, it does voice that they're having that thought, do you have a plan? Mm-hmm. You know, we follow up with that. It's not just, well, yeah, I've thought about it. Well, what, you know, how do you plan on doing that? What right. do you plan on doing? And mm-hmm. you know, and we'll drill on down. Mm-hmm. You know, oh well, you know, I've, I've got a gun. Well. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get a gun. Well, what are you going to do with that gun? Well, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything mm-hmm. with it. I just thought I might. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we follow through with those questions mm-hmm. because, you know, we've all, every one of us have gotten frustrated, have felt down, sure. felt with the blues. And, you know, oh, I just wished I could die. I just want to go see, you know, my grandma. And my grandma died. She was, everything was perfect when I was a child. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I miss my my husband of 40 years, mm-hmm. I just wished I could go with him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those deep convictions mm-hmm. that our patients have, seniors have that, you know, I would never hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Right. But no. I just wished it was over. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. the reason we're going to drill them down and ask those questions to make sure that they don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. They don't right. have access to something that's going to hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. But if they do, then we're going to we're going to address that. We're going to mm-hmm. follow through on that and make sure they're not going to hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So what are some different treatment options? I know that there's medication, but are there mm-hmm. other different things that you would like steps that you would take other than the medication absolutely i mean the hallmark of health if you ask me how to treat any disease mm-hmm. i'm going to start by saying diet and exercise diet and exercise diet and exercise mm-hmm. 
So yes, a healthy diet rather than you know processed foods and sugary foods, mm-hmm. uh, and you know not too much, not too little, adequate to nourish your cells, get mm-hmm. all the good vitamins and trace elements in there. Mm-hmm. Exercise, walk outside and clear your head. Mm-hmm. You know, do do some yoga. Um, March in place if you have to, but get that body moving to release Mm -hmm. those endorphins that, again, raise your mood. Mm -hmm. And there's also, you know, the sit and fit yoga on TV. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I hear, oh, I can't exercise. I can't do this. Anybody can. You Mm -hmm. know, raise your arms up. Mm -hmm. Push your leg out. There's also, you know, I'm a big brain games. You know, do some adult coloring book mm-hmm. uh, for my, um, you know, my caregivers. I'll tell them, you know, go to the dollar store, walk down the aisle and go to the children's section. Go down there and get the 50 piece puzzle, mm-hmm. you know, um, and put it on a, a card table or on the coffee table and work it. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I was home, didn't feel that good. My best friend up in Tennessee, where I grew up, that's where this accent came from, by the way. Uh, <laughs> she mailed me an adult coloring book and the neatest little um, colored pencils that has a sharpener in the end of it. Mm-hmm. So in the evenings, I mm-hmm. color. Right. I color out the lines. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. That's right. You yeah. get to color outside the lines. I get to color outside the lines. Well, my mom used to have those coloring books, mm-hmm. and my aunt does them all the time, and she posts those pictures on Facebook. Exactly. And they're, I mean, if you don't color out of the lines, yeah. they're actually gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Some of them are intricate, mm-hmm. and yes, they, are. Mm-hmm. they look like beautiful paintings. Exactly. She mm-hmm. loves them. And I think that is such a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. And you can order them all kinds of different places in themes mm-hmm. um, and different ideas that are like your your type of thing, whatever your interests are. Mm-hmm. I know she does a lot of birds just because mm-hmm. she really yeah. likes a lot of birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's really a really great idea to spend your time. And if you're spending mm-hmm. a lot of time sitting in mm-hmm. doctor's appointments and things like that, you can bring you know a flat board and you mm-hmm. can do that while you're waiting. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity with that. Because they had the little pocket uh, mm-hmm. adult mm-hmm. coloring books or the coloring oh. books. Mm-hmm. My mother does uh, jigsaw puzzles. Okay. So last year I, I gave her two black and white jigsaw puzzles. She, she looked at me and kind of frowned. That sounds complicated. They were beautiful, mm-hmm. the picture. And then I gave her the, color, the uh, colored pencils to color them. They were 50-piece, wow. I mean, 500-piece uh, puzzles. Mm-hmm. One of them was 500, the other was 100-piece. So they weren't real difficult because mm-hmm. she loves working puzzles. Mm-hmm. She'll set it up on the end of yeah. her dining room table and work on them for a while. And then, you know, just when she has spare time and, mm-hmm. you know, want to do something, she loves doing those mm-hmm. puzzles. And then, uh, so I'm not a puzzle person. Mm-hmm. I get frustrated. But it's, it's, it's relaxing for her. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge, and she loves it. So mm-hmm. do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, Find a challenge, but find something that you've always enjoyed mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. mix it up a little bit. Right. Sure. But challenge yeah. your brain. You yeah. know, it is harder now because we could say be creative, you know, mm-hmm. bake something, work in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But because it's not bake something because you can take it to the church banquet because there's no church banquets mm-hmm. anymore. Right. There's no let's all go walk for Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's harder to find these things mm-hmm. to do. Right. They, they say through the pandemic. It's average of 10 to 15 pounds people have gained because they're not <laughs> getting out <Yeah>. and about <laughs> because they're afraid to even walk outside their home. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's not a matter that you can't go out in your yard, mm-hmm. but, you know, we've been told to stay home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with seniors, that has, they have interpreted that I need to stay inside mm-hmm. my house. Right. Yeah. So. Um, and so, you know, 
folks aren't doing their mm-hmm. yard anymore. They're mm-hmm. not mowing their lawn. They've got lawn services doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're not even getting out for the fresh air that Dr. Pam was talking about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get out and about. Right. Breathe that air. Go mm-hmm. get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and do something that you might not have. To. Journaling is really, really good. That's so huge. So get your emotions mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. What I've also seen, and if you don't feel comfortable in what you've written down, put mm-hmm. it through the shredder. Mm-hmm. Get those out because you may be dealing with things that have creeped up mm-hmm. that you have stifled down years mm-hmm. and years ago that were very painful mm-hmm. something might have happened to you as a child mm-hmm. and you've never told anyone yeah. but as you've gotten older the media now is loose with a lot of information that mm-hmm. we didn't as you know when i was a child um you didn't think, talk about things you didn't talk about no. anything mm-hmm. the just, media the tv yeah. shows were very stern and they didn't talk about certain things now you turn on tv and it's a lot of things that um yeah. We're not there right. back in exactly. that, mm-hmm. you know, years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Phil and Oprah, they've opened the door to be able to talk about this, whereas right. a few generations ago, you just didn't mention how your parents treated you or, exactly. or you know, what happened within your family. Yeah, right. and, and it was real. It happened. Mm-hmm. It happened. But we had to, you know, it was stifled mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So as our seniors are getting older, whether it be with the dementia or they are just it it's mm-hmm. it's being they're being saturated with it mm-hmm. they're now having to deal with it right and mm-hmm. so that is causing a whole lot of depression a whole mm-hmm. lot of issues that they never thought they would ever have to do they'd forgotten about it mm-hmm. they had stifled it so they had stuffed it so deep they had forgotten about it so mm-hmm. now it's it's at the forefront right mm-hmm. Right. I know when um, after my mom passed away, I found so many journals. She was a journaling queen. I did not know. Wow. Um, And she had several years where she had just a short journal of literally every day. Mm -hmm. And at the end of her journal, um, she had a reason to be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what she was going through. And she would journal something that she was grateful for that day. And that to me was like the best part of that entire journal because mm-hmm. she was going through a lot. She had cancer at the time. Mm-hmm. So no matter what was going on that day, chemo, whatever, she had a reason to be grateful. And it would be mm-hmm. something so tiny or small. And I think that that's probably a lot of what got her through some of the mm-hmm. most depressing times during that time in her life. So I think sometimes, you know, finding, digging deep and finding what the best part of your day was that you're grateful for can also, like, really pull you out of something as well. So That what? is wonderful, that yeah. attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing you could do is talk to other people. Yeah. You know, the support groups of, you know, uh, adult children of alcoholics Mm -hmm. or support groups if you are a caregiver and you're feeling like, wow, I was robbed Mm -hmm. of uh, the the things I expected to do or to find a therapist, Mm -hmm. a counselor. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of support groups online. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's also what I have found is there's some counselors online that uh, you know doctor on demand for example you, you can just call and you have a counselor there okay um or check your insurance to see if you have the managed care to find out who the the counselors are we have some really good counselors here in brevard county okay uh if anyone can call me call me in my office i'll help you find someone okay and uh you know face to face or um a, like a telehealth 
mm-hmm. do a telehealth count. Oh, yes. Yeah. I understand. Telehealth is very mm-hmm. good. It's, it's, it's been it's, especially good during the pandemic During the well. pandemic. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'll help you find a counselor. Okay. You mm-hmm. deserve happiness mm-hmm. as you get older. Uh, you deserve to be validated. Mm-hmm. And you deserve to, um, to, for some peace of mind. Yeah. And, Absolutely. you know, and mm-hmm. it, it just to to work through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody does. Absolutely. I agree with that. Um, so are there so if you're doing counseling, but that's something needing a little bit more and you need to go mm-hmm. on to the medication side. Um, so tell me a little bit more about um, what you would need or how you would evaluate someone and what kind of medications, how would that kind of work on the medication mm-hmm. side? You know, we have so many options now. There's probably a couple of dozen antidepressants and we personalize them mm-hmm. because some people come in and say, I'm dragging, I have no energy. I just don't feel like doing anything. Now, of mm-hmm. course, first we're gonna say, let's look at your other medical conditions, your medications. I want you to get up and eat right and mm-hmm. exercise. But we might use uh, an antidepressant that is more of a mood booster, more mm-hmm. of an energizing medicine that you would take in the morning. Other people have more anxiety and we don't realize anxiety is the flip side of depression. Mm-hmm. So we would use an antidepressant that might have more of a calming effect. Okay. And again, it's people will describe it as, you know, I was on the roller coaster with the big hills and my heart was pounding and I was anxious and then I'd go down deep. These don't erase your feelings, mm-hmm. they don't numb you, but the person says, now I feel like I'm on the little hills mm-hmm. and I can manage the little hills because mm-hmm. it's more normal. Right. So there's lots of options. Okay, so you really just do a full evaluation to see what's gonna be the best fit Mm-hmm. for someone that would need a medication. So I Can know I that say something? Oh, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, I just want to individuals to be careful about self-medicating mm. and be careful about the, the over-the-counter um, supplements to try to self-medicate because you're not, I just, you know, with any medications that you may be taking, mm. be very careful about what else you're putting in your body with the over-the-counter herbs and supplements and everything Mm -hmm. because you don't know how it may interact with your medications. So make sure you talk to your doctor. Okay. Mm -hmm. I did not even know that wasn't a a thing, that there was self-medicating natural... Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't spend enough time in the drugstore, obviously. (laughs) You you go to the drugstore, there's a whole section there. And if you go into a health food store, they have shelves and shelves of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, not to say anything bad about it. Correct. But just make sure what you're putting in your body. But make sure also your doctor knows what you're putting into Mm -hmm. your body and how it could affect your the um, the use of your medications. Mm -hmm but you could get yourself in a whole lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing to take them, but check with your doctor before you do. Exactly, exactly. because, uh, for example, because I like to read mm-hmm. the labels, there was something marked energy boost. Well, it was 200 milligrams of caffeine. So if oh, you're thinking, wow. I'm down in the dumps, maybe mm-hmm. I'll take this, 200 milligrams of caffeine, if you have a heart mm-hmm. a- arrhythmia or you are anxious, that's gonna harm you, mm-hmm. or it might interact with some of your other medication. And you will never get a good night's sleep. There's that too, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just think if you're on hypertensive, if you're on hypertension yeah. medication and you do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. True. Yeah, yep, so. absolutely. 
Wow. Yeah, read the labels and have a, a trusted counselor, mm-hmm. doctor, um, nurse practitioner, someone at the doctor's office to at least give you an idea of what, what are you taking? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, no, I appreciate that. That's not something I've ever really, you know, thought about or really considered in um, natural you know, mm-hmm. medications or anything like that. So I really appreciate that. That's really great information. Um, so any of the side effects for antidepressants, um, what would they typically be if someone were going to have side effects that they would have concerns about? Um, because you have that wide range, mm-hmm. if something is going to cause, let's say, it's going to calm you down, well, maybe it might make you drowsy. Or if something is going to be more of a mood booster, mm-hmm. maybe you are going to feel more anxious. Uh, Mm -hmm. We always say, you know, if you walk out the door, you take one pill, two pills, three, and you have a question, a concern, you call somebody Mm -hmm. and say, is this something I should expect? Is this something that's going to wear off once my body gets used to it? Or is this something that I need to stop this, cross it off the list and try something else? And your pharmacist can help you too. Right. Uh, I love having people at one pharmacy and they have a personal pharmacist Mm -hmm. to go over the side effects and tell them what to watch for right and right. also the pharmacist is going to know if you're taking some medication that it could interact with mm-hmm. if, if you take all of your mm-hmm. if you get all of your meds uh, filled at that same pharmacy, pharmacy. it's going to pop up it's going to it's going to do an alert on their mm-hmm. computer mm-hmm. and they're going to say hey you're taking such and such and the doctor's just ordered this mm-hmm. your cardiologist orders this it may not uh, it's going to interact mm-hmm. now is that at any pharmacy or is that at more boutique pharmacies or are the no. large pharmacies have the same they're mm-hmm. all set up the same way they are they are okay they That's are good to know the problem comes when people are mailing away for one medication mm-hmm. and getting the other one at the local pharmacy but then they get a third one at the pharmacy down the street because right. it's cheaper right and then the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is dispensing. Right, which can be hard if you have to do a mail-in if mm-hmm. that your insurance requires it, but then they don't provide or offer a different type of medication and you have to go somewhere else for that, mm-hmm. which can be a little bit difficult. So you still have to have that conversation if you know that you're doing that. Right, or you could take all the medications to your pharmacist and say, do you right. guys know I'm on this too? Right, and see if you can get some help with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good tip because mm-hmm. that's not something I typically think about. I'm not on a lot of medications mm-hmm. at this point in my mm-hmm. life, but it's not something I've ever really thought about. Exactly. So it's mm-hmm. it's good. I know that when my parents were older, just trying to even keep their medications, and then my mom was throwing in vitamins, mm-hmm. uh-huh, which I'm not sure if that was a good idea or a bad idea now that you talk about it. Um, but. I know that she thought it was trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. So just trying to keep track of that when you take it, how often you take it, it was it was a pistol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely hard. And then how they interact with each other, I don't even know. And there were multiple doctors that were being seen. Mm-hmm. So you've got one doctor prescribing something. Does he know if, if the other doctor was prescribing it? I, you, we're just not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. She may have been, but I don't know. Um, so when you're on the antidepressants, I know that some people can be on them for very long term. Is mm-hmm. that something you recommend or is that something that you want to do for a short period of time, try to wean someone off or how do you kind of monitor that? Usually if it's uh, uh, like a big life change, a tragedy, um, right. you lost someone, you, you had to move, you might try an antidepressant for say three months mm-hmm. and then try to wean off of it. And if that doesn't work, you try it for six months. Okay. And then try a wean. And then a year. Many people, because it's a brain chemical change, mm-hmm. they need it for the rest of their lives. Okay. Or 
you know, the whole life. There's people who have been on something since they were 30 or 40. Okay. That's good to know. So, and to stop an antidepressant, just like if someone, if you prescribe one, an antidepressant, um, you highly recommend that they not just go cold turkey. They really need to be weaned off of it. Yes. I mean, if you take one or, you know, the pill for one day, two Mm -hmm. days, three days, and it doesn't agree with you, you can stop that. Mm -hmm. But if you've been on it for months, Mm -hmm. years, you need someone to help you wean off wean of off it to of it. slowly 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 mm-hmm. get you off it it may take two or three months mm-hmm. and you would just decrease the dosage mm-hmm. okay that's good to know because i know mm-hmm. you know you never want anyone just to cold turkey off of a medication i would imagine and, and i i'm going to use i'm going to jump in here be real careful about um alcohol mixing alcohol with alcohol is a depressant you know, we we think of alcohol as something that you know hops us up, mm-hmm. especially in, in when we were younger. Mm-hmm. You know, we would we you know drink for that reason. But alcohol is a depressant. It slows down the brain. It slows down the body, and the effect it has on um, on everything. So one drink in someone over the age of sixty five is equivalent to three. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. You're just getting so smart I'm today. So smart. <laughs> I did not yeah. only did I not know that, but I didn't know that it was a, that it would put you in that state of mind. Mm-hmm. I, you know, people a lot of times drink to just kind of decompress, mm-hmm. and to I chill. think that's what they're thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need a drink to just decompress. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you also know people sometimes will drink to access to like work get rid of their worries mm-hmm. per they're se self-medicating yeah. they're self-medicating yeah. or they, they you know they'll drink and then the inhibitions are gone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but in seniors that one glass of wine mm-hmm. is equivalent to three mm-hmm. glasses of wine in someone that is in their 30s 40s mm-hmm. yeah so that is a question that we'll ask Mm-hmm. Not because we're being nosy, mm-hmm. but because we we need to know. Dr. Trinidad needs to know. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pam needs mm-hmm. to know what what is going into the body, what is happening, how is it affecting the brain, right? And how is it affecting the medication, right? Wow, that's really good information mm-hmm. because I don't think people really realize that. So, really, one glass of wine is probably all you should have in an evening, or none, or, or, or none. none. You know, if you're having none. yes, if you if you come to us and you have depression and memory problems mm-hmm. we're probably again going to wean you off of it yeah. right so you can't just go from two drinks a day to nothing and you know get some options mm-hmm. other festive beverages spritzers mm-hmm. non-alcoholic right yeah yeah okay very yeah. interesting so are there ways that you can avoid depression in your life if you know so depression a lot of times can be something that in my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, please, can be somewhat inherited. If you've mm-hmm. had a family member, your mom yeah. and your sister have had depression issues, then you may be more prone to have depression issues as well. So if you already mm-hmm. know this and you want to kind of avoid it, are there certain lifestyle choices or vitamins or certain things that you can do to kind of avoid having those issues? Well, if you've got the, the family trait, mm-hmm. the genes, and you have your mom's depressed, Mm -hmm. your mom has a history of depression your sister and your brother have a history of depression i'm not sure there's something you can do to avoid it but there's things that you can do to um address it okay you can um avoid avoid the alcohol which we know is a depressant 
you can talk to your doctor to look at your medication to see if any of those have a side effect that could be causing you to be depressed. A healthy lifestyle that Dr. Pam was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but you may also need the medication to change the, to uh, uh, address the chemical imbalance because if you have a family history of several family members that are depressed, mm-hmm. then it may be in your genetic makeup. And mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do to change that genetic makeup mm-hmm. other than medication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, lifestyle choices, you know, um, are very important. Mm-hmm. But exactly the chemical makeup in your brain, if you have several family members that are depressed, mm-hmm. you can't just ignore it and right. say, oh, well, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be depressed. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here or I'm going to get exercise. I'm going to exercise it away. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. So mm-hmm. getting back to like the, the exercise, um, the reason why exercise can help you is it like the release of an endorphin? Is that kind of is that why it's helpful? It gives you like a little bit of energy. What's the reason why exercise is helpful? That's the general thought, but the mm-hmm. brain is so complex mm-hmm. that I'm not sure we have the whole entire answer. Mm-hmm. But for anyone with depression, actually for anyone with dementia, mm-hmm. the number one recommendation is physical activity, mm-hmm. physical exercise. It's like everything mm-hmm. fr- that you do from the neck down helps mm-hmm. from the neck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know even just for me, when I'm moving and exercising mm-hmm. and active, I feel better about my life. I feel better mm-hmm. about myself. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you just generally feel better. And I can't imagine that wouldn't translate throughout your entire life. Right, because when, and when you're sitting there, you're ruminating. Mm-hmm. You're bringing up all the bad stuff mm-hmm. that has happened. You chew on it for a while, and then you right. swallow it back down. Right. But if you're working on, wow, I'm going to bike up this hill, that's what you're thinking mm-hmm. about. Right. Instead of all the bad stuff that's accumulated. Right. And when you're sitting, I think you're thinking about all the things you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. and nine times out of ten, you don't get them done. Oh, and then you no. feel bad about yourself. And mm-hmm. then you go to the kitchen and get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, well, I shouldn't have eaten that. Mm-hmm. And you should on yourself. And, I, you know, I should have done this. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, poor pitiful me. Well, you know, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So then you have the rest of those cookies that were in that sleeve. And, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start exercising tomorrow. I'll start my diet tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then you go to bed and you feel like a slug. And then you feel worse and you don't sleep. And then it Mm -hmm. just throws you into that vicious cycle. Now, we're not saying that you become a gym rat or Mm -hmm. you, you know, (laughs) do your first marathon and sign up for all this. We're talking about the the changes in lifestyle Mm -hmm. to empower you to be the best you can be. Mm -hmm. To be your best person. Right. Just and to feel good. It just mm-hmm. to feel good and, you know, and and to be the best you can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we are at the bottom of the half hour. We're going to take a break and we will be right back with Dr. Pam and Janet. Hey mom, how's retirement home search coming? Oh my gosh, I'm just so stressed out. I don't even know where to begin. Well, why are you so stressed? What's the matter? I, I just, I don't know where to find anything. I just need everything in like one place and know what all the options are. Does the idea of searching for senior housing seem overwhelming? And you just aren't sure where to even begin? 
SeniorLivingGuide.com has great news for you. We offer a one-stop solution to take the stress out of your senior housing search. At SeniorLivingGuide.com, both our statewide Florida edition book and website are created to make your senior housing search very easy for you to navigate. We provide details on communities, including retirement, assisted living, skilled nursing, memory care, and home health, allowing you to decide which best fits your needs and then connecting you directly with those communities. Visit us online at SeniorLivingGuide.com and start your search today and start de-stressing. At Parish Healthcare, we believe in our community. We believe in keeping our community safe. We believe in the art of healing. We believe in healing patients, healing families, healing communities. We believe in the best and brightest working together for the common good. At Parish Healthcare, our team focuses on you as an individual because every life is a work of art to us. Parish Healthcare, where the art of healing comes to life. Visit parishhealthcare.com/healthaware for a free health risk assessment. At Parish Healthcare, we believe every life is poetry in motion, motivated by strength and determination. As your bone, muscle, and joint healthcare partners, we believe in blending the art of healing with the science of medicine to keep your body in motion. We believe in healing patients, healing families, and healing communities. For a free orthopedic health assessment, visit parishhealthcare.com forward slash ortho aware. Parish Healthcare, where the art of healing comes to life. Thank you for joining us. Once again, we are back with Dr. Pam Trinetti and Janet Rooks with Parish Medical Center on healthcare. Um, so we talked a lot about senior depression. Um, I thought it would be good to talk a little bit about uh, the caregivers and the depression for the caregivers of seniors, because I know that it's really, really difficult. It's one of the hardest jobs to do mm -hmm. and really honestly the most unrecognized a lot of the time mm -hmm. um, because they are the ones in the trenches doing a lot of the work um, and it's very it can be very very heartbreaking because they really are taking care of their loved ones and then a lot of times um, both of you work in the dementia care mm -hmm. side a lot of times it's their loved ones that no longer recognize them or can relate to them as they did, um, you know, either growing mm -hmm. up or even as adults. Um, so it's, it's a double-edged sword for mm -hmm. them. So how, how does that, um, how do you work with them and how do they, how, how does that kind of affect them? How does the, mm -hmm. that manifest? Well, you know, we, we always say caregivers are our heroes. Yeah. but they're not superheroes right you know they're human beings and they have needs too mm -hmm. and that's the first thing to go with caregivers is they say oh no i, I can stay up all night taking care of mom or dad oh no mm -hmm. i i don't need to have a good meal um but the problem with caregiving is it never ends it's mm -hmm. uh, our favorite reference book is the 36 hour day that's what we recommend people read mm -hmm. because that's what it's like a caregiver can't say honey i'm having a bad day could you please cook the meal and mm -hmm. you know take the car to the garage so caregivers get 
worn down, mm -hmm. they get depressed. There's just all these emotions crashing down on them. Right. And, and the thing is, uh, we buy tissue by the case. Mm. Every exam room, every office in our in our building, in our mm -hmm. office, has a box of tissues. And, you know, I do the caregiver support group. Mm -hmm. And validation that they're going through what they are, validation that they are a caregiver. Mm -hmm. People walk in my office and sit down and they just start crying. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where did these tears come from? Mm -hmm. And it's a safe place to be. Mm -hmm. It's a safe place to land. Mm -hmm. Because um, they can't do it anywhere else. Because no, they have right. to be strong mm -hmm. everywhere else. You're absolutely right. Yeah. They're having to be strong for the person they love, they care mm -hmm. for. They have to be strong for their siblings. They have to be mm -hmm. strong for their adult children. They have to be strong for their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. They have to be strong for everybody in their life. But they come into our office. Prior to this pandemic, I'm a hugger, and this yeah. is killing me, absolutely killing mm -hmm. me. Yeah. I would go over and just hug them. Right. Just hold on. And it was like they didn't let go. They mm -hmm. did not want to let go. Mm -hmm. And it was everything from this little bitty 90-year-old woman that was just, you know, the perfect little grandma yeah. to, you know, a lieutenant colonel mm -hmm. that was six foot four mm -hmm. that hadn't been hugged in years. Right. And they just don't let go. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it was, they were dealing with the same thing. Mm -hmm. Right. They right. were handling in different ways, but it's like they're having to learn how to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're depressed. They don't call it depression, mm -hmm. but they're depressed. Mm -hmm. At the support group, they come in, they're angry. That's mm -hmm. how they, you know, that's how they're addressing their depression is with anger. See, I would have never expected that, mm -hmm. but I, I understand it. So what, mm -hmm. what causes the anger? It's just, they feel like it's all been kind of put on them and they're dealing with it the best that they can and they don't feel appreciated or exactly what well what do you think that it, it comes from a lot of different places and it goes to a lot of different places we have in our mind being a caregiver is standing next to a sweet little lady sitting there in an armchair in a mm -hmm. lilac dress sipping tea mm -hmm. it might be somebody that maybe you didn't like very much when you uh -huh. were growing up and mm -hmm. now you're taking care of them and you're remembering all the hurts mm -hmm. and all the things that were said to you and now you have to care for their every need right it may be as with a couple you have danced the same steps for decades mm -hmm. now you have to change the way you speak mm -hmm. you act uh, you maybe they did chores that now you have to take over maybe of the seven children you're the one mm -hmm. taking care of mom or dad so you're angry at the parent that the person was. You're angry at the other kids. Maybe you're angry at the doctor who didn't make the diagnosis quick enough. Maybe you're just angry uh, at people at your job who don't understand that you've mm -hmm. been up all night. Yeah, and you've had to quit your job. Some, some of my mm -hmm. caregivers had to quit their job mm -hmm. and, and there they are. They, yeah. you know, they were nearing retirement. They mm -hmm. were nearing, you know, they had a, uh, they loved their job. Mm -hmm. And right. here they are taking care of someone that wasn't even nice to them right mm -hmm. and you know they and yeah they're angry yeah and they'll walk into the support group i've had them folding those arms over their mm -hmm. chest and then just spewing it out mm -hmm. and that, that makes sense and coming mm -hmm. in with sunglasses yeah. on where they have cried and just be and the neat thing about a group 
that I have found is everybody's been there. Everybody's mm-hmm. done that. And the support and love and nurturing that they give one another. And, you know, the pandemic right now, unfortunately, what we're dealing with that is my groups can't meet. Mm. So they are talking to each other over the phone. Oh, wow. They, okay. they have a little phone network. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've got the Alzheimer's Association and some other groups that they're all meeting online, mm-hmm. you know, through Facebook the the groups are meeting you mm-hmm. know just because they're not able to go into the brick and mortar room and sit and share with one another mm-hmm. so when someone says something about where's the support group where can i do it i'm just telling them to go online and find it mm-hmm. through the alzheimer's association or or whatever if it's disease specific to go to those groups and find because they're out there and and they're good groups they're not my group but right. they're, mm-hmm. they're good groups right you yeah. know but th- they can find the support they can ventilate what's going on and it mm-hmm. may validate it and that's what what I'm seeing with the mm-hmm. caregivers is they need validation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're going through. Right. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're going through. You know, my mom did the same thing mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. My dad did the same thing. Well, what did you do? How did mm-hmm. you handle that? Mm-hmm. How did you, you know, when he was, you couldn't get a good night's sleep, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Janet told me about some caregivers that I could pay to get somebody to come in there. Mm-hmm. There was such and such agency, mm-hmm. and I got a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And so yeah caregivers and then once they get acceptance of that with acceptance is peace of mind right because they're fighting to to hold on to what was normal for them Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. it's not that it's it's a new life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really great so when do you guys see the caregivers as well when they come in yes we have we want to have the caregiver come in with the patient Mm -hmm. and then at one point we separate them out so we can talk privately Mm -hmm. to the caregiver Mm -hmm. and I wanted to bring up one of the big things we deal with with caregivers is guilt and what do we say about guilt Janet guilt is a gift you give yourself (laughs) nobody can make you feel guilty in fact Mm -hmm. I have a plaque in my office that says that one of my caregivers made that for me Mm -hmm. but yeah Mm -hmm. and it's really neat because all of my caregivers in the group when someone says that they will Mm -hmm. all turn to that person and in in sync they'll say guilt is a gift you give yourself right Right. no Mm -hmm. one can make you feel guilty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we all have it we all take it with us yeah we all use it we wear it on we carry it on our back is the guilt because we can't do what we mm-hmm. want to do yeah but janet even if you don't feel guilty there's relatives who are going to pack oh. your bags and send you on a guilt trip oh yeah because they, they will come in and say you're not doing enough and why don't you take care mm-hmm. of him uh the way we we think you should uh, so yeah the there, guilt every, fuels the depression everyone has an opinion uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, and a suggestion but it's not something they're willing to do so mm-hmm. it is it, it can be very difficult for a caregiver mm-hmm. to take that from all different sides and yet it becomes their responsibility and then mm-hmm. if they don't follow through they do have that that guilt and it can definitely cause depression i can get mm-hmm. i get that mm-hmm. it's separating that and saying you know what i'm i'm in charge i'm doing this i'm taking doing the all the responsibility yeah. i'm mm-hmm. doing the best that i can and so it is, it's very difficult. It's very difficult for families, I would imagine, to stay intact and happy and keeping everything, you know, without any bickering. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. During it, that it, time It really frame. is impossible because it's fluid. What right. worked, what worked yesterday is not going to work tomorrow. Right. What's working in this moment, it's a snapshot in time. Mm-hmm. And that family member that's giving advice is mm-hmm. doing it based upon what happened for them 
in in their history with that person right and they may not be there doing what you're doing as a caregiver but they're doing it out of and they're doing a lot of times they're doing it out of love Mm -hmm. they're doing it out out of the suggestion of what they want it to happen Mm -hmm. so i usually Mm -hmm. just tell caregivers to say thank you how's your mom Mm -hmm. thank you what's going on how's your job Mm -hmm. thank you and thank them and then change the subject because Mm -hmm. um they're not going to win you know they're not going to win the advice Mm -hmm. so they validate that someone's giving them advice and then they change the subject so Mm -hmm. thank you for that advice Mm -hmm. how's your job Mm -hmm. what's going on with the kids are they the grandkids what are they Mm -hmm. doing thank you for that i really appreciate that Mm -hmm. what's going Mm -hmm. on with so and so so Mm -hmm. it it validates that they've given you some crappy advice and then Mm -hmm. you just go on (laughs) that is honestly Mm -hmm. some of the best advice i have heard (laughs) i love it i mean it's Mm -hmm. super simple very basic Mm -hmm. but it's to the point and moving on yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i like it very very good and caregivers aside from feeling guilty they feel selfish if -hmm. they take an afternoon Mm -hmm. off to go get a massage or even take a a bubble bath you know Mm -hmm. calgon take me away for an hour right and we have to say look selfishness is when i want to take something from you for Mm -hmm. my gain self-care is when you're taking time for yourself so you can come back and be a better caregiver Mm -hmm. yes and there's a lot of home health care companies out there that are very very good you Mm -hmm. have to do your research Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. find what fits best for you um, and your price point and the services that they offer and you can I mean that's something that we do Mm -hmm. Um, and it you really can find some really good quality health care providers that can take care of your loved one while you go and do some of those things you should Mm -hmm. go get a massage go do some of those things especially a massage you think that releases some stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's really important that you definitely do that yeah because you Mm -hmm. can't pour from an empty cup Mm -hmm. right and if you don't take care of you you can't take care of someone else Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm No. Yeah. And then there's those promises. Well, I promised dad that I would take care of mom. Mm -hmm. Well, you're still taking care of mom. You just have a team helping you now. Right. Exactly. And you can't take care of her nearly as well when you're exhausted, Mm -hmm. when you're mentally and physically drained as when you're refreshed. You know, Mm -hmm. even even like even when you're a mom and you're a new mom Mm -hmm. and if you're just taking care of baby, taking care of baby, taking care of baby you're a much better mom when you get that break Mm -hmm. and you can go do something where you're energized refreshed Mm -hmm. whatever you you become a better mom it's no different yeah Mm -hmm. taking care of in senior senior. solutions people will come in i'll sit with them and just you know they know what they kind of know what they want Mm -hmm. and what they need but to sit there and devise a plan Mm -hmm. if you will of downsizing or coming up with well you know i may want to sell my home uh you know i've got this huge home full of furniture full of antiques you know uh, that i need to do something i want to mm-hmm. move into senior housing i want to do this i may need um lifeline i may need something along that line of just sitting there with them and through senior services senior consultation senior solutions <laughs> right it, it's all complimentary so oh, wow. all that time that that time that I spend with that mm-hmm. senior or that caregiver that is complimentary there's no charge for it mm-hmm. and just coming up with a plan so they leave there with brochures mm-hmm. they leave there with my contact card and you know I've had people call back four five six seven years later that they've got that 
card in their wallet and they're calling back do you remember me i talked to you and you know yeah. oh yeah, yeah 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 and but it's interesting because as they tell their story it'll click mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's kind of neat mm -hmm. so the depression of caregivers mm -hmm. it's all the things we've just said exercise diet mm -hmm. possibly medication plus mm -hmm. get that support right get that team together let other people help you right so there's definitely online support right now mm -hmm. i know alzheimer's association offers it and then you have other recommendations and we can include that yeah. the recommendations here so we'll include that mm -hmm. um in the summary of this podcast so that'll be that will definitely be available so mm -hmm. we'll get that from you as well um and then also let me see where else um so there's online but after COVID, when it starts opening up, there will mm -hmm. be actual groups that you can go to. Now, are any of those offered at Parish? Yes, we okay. meet at Heritage Hall, which is in the Health Village okay. on the um, south campus of Parish Medical Center. Okay. Uh, it's in the historical Health Village. And um, we meet twice a month. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how big is the group? It's, it's usually around 12 uh, to 17 people. That's usually and everyone it's confidential i call it mm -hmm. vegas what happens there stays there <laughs> right and everybody gets a chance uh to speak mm -hmm. and um it, it it's uplifting it's, it's life-changing it, it really yeah. is i walk mm -hmm. back in the office and dr Nick goes i know it was awesome <laughs> you know and yeah. uh but it's it really is um i have a few i have about three men three or four men mm -hmm. that their uh, spouses have passed away but they still keep coming mm -hmm. because they have so much to offer mm -hmm. and um and a, a couple of women that had been there that their spouses have passed away they um they they came until they didn't need to come mm -hmm. uh the same thing and it, it's 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 like a family mm -hmm. they do check with each other when they're not there mm -hmm. um the men bring just bring muffins mm -hmm. uh i can't look at a coffee ring without thinking of one of them because yeah. he always brings the coffee rings when right. they buy one get one at, yeah. at, at Publix. but i make coffee and i have a confidentiality statement that i mm -hmm. ring uh, that i read and it really is it is life-changing mm -hmm. um they do share their own experience and what got them through it Mm -hmm. um, and it is just absolutely phenomenal. I mm -hmm. had the tissues and they're used, mm -hmm. but we laugh, mm -hmm. we cry. Um, one of the ladies uh, in the past, uh, she, she, you were talking about family members and giving mm -hmm. advice. She, it was a family get together and she said she looked down at her arm and she said uh, that she wanted, wish she had one of those bracelets, WWJD, and it wouldn't be what would Jesus do, it'd be what would Janet do. Mm -hmm. oh <laughs> and she goodness. said that she wanted, and she said, I didn't want to be sacrilegious, but <laughs> she said, all I could think of is the support group mm -hmm. and what would it come out of that group and how she could handle it. Mm -hmm. And she said that she just sat there and thought about, okay, how how would the group handle this? What mm -hmm. would Janet do and all this? And she said, I got through the, the Thanksgiving weekend mm -hmm. with all of my family that were telling me how to take care of my mom. Oh. And then mm -hmm. they get in their car and drove away. Yeah. And she said, I was left with it. Yeah. And she mm -hmm. said, all I did was walk over and give mom a kiss on the cheek and I handled it. Mm -hmm. So she got through that from the group people got through it because of the group mm -hmm. and it really is I, I miss the group more than or as much as they do because it's so uplifting mm -hmm. right so it sounds like there's people that that are in the group and then potentially after their loved one passes mm -hmm. um stay with the group to kind of 
give mm-hmm. advice because they're they're actually on the other side of the caregiving. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that's happening? They will for a short period for of time until they transition out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll come and say goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll come and because it's a family. Right. They will they will say goodbye to everybody. Mm-hmm. There's tears. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. then they're they they're not there anymore because mm-hmm. that's a whole different ball game. Once you've been a caregiver and that's your life has been entrenched in that because mm-hmm. I can relate to that. Yeah. And your life is entrenched and that's all, you know, and every day it's like that's your whole focus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's not mm-hmm. it's very strange yeah, it's like you're running and then you have to stop yeah there's adrenaline every mm-hmm. day you're running yep. it's mm-hmm. in and because my dad had vascular dementia mm-hmm. it was a little bit i don't want to use the word but i'm going to say a little crazy town mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you just never knew what was what mm-hmm. was going to happen um so and, and it was very stressful and then he really actually passed away quite suddenly. Mm. It progressed really quickly. But all of a sudden he was gone and I'm standing there going, you know, and then you have all the guilt, wh- all the mm-hmm. what if guilt. Mm-hmm. If I had done this differently, if I had done this differently, if I had done this differently, mm-hmm. if I had done this differently, would we had a different outcome? So do you find that with caregivers that they're they're finding all this guilt of if I had made him eat more vegetables mm-hmm. if i had taken him on made him walk more if i had you know done these different things would he still be here i mean is that something mm-hmm. that you get faced with a lot and that's the reason they stay in the group for mm-hmm. a little bit okay to know that they're okay mm-hmm. that what they've done and to get the support from someone that understands what they've gone through right they're not there for years they're not there f- even for months they mm-hmm. come back there to say thank you right for the support and the love and the education the resources they've gotten Mm -hmm. and and just to know Mm -hmm. they'll come for a little while and then but no one else they that understands what Mm -hmm. they've gone through plus they have established some relationships there Mm -hmm. um so it's not a bereavement group it's Mm -hmm. a support group Mm -hmm. okay does that make sense (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. absolutely um, well, I really thank you, ladies. This was really just so much information. Um, I learned a lot <laughs> that I didn't know. And this is a subject that's really near and dear to me um, just because, you know, our company, SeniorLivingGuide.com, has such mm-hmm. a heart for seniors. Mm-hmm. Um, we care about seniors and their caregivers. Um, you know, clearly we're a company that wants to provide good housing solutions and home health care solutions mm-hmm. for them, um, which is what we do. But we really have a heart for them in general and really providing them the best information for everything for them is really our key. So I really appreciate the fact that you were able to come out today and really share so much information. And we look forward to having you every week or twice a month come on our podcast station and share all the wealth of knowledge that you have, which is extensive so it's going to be exciting we're excited to be here because in the exam room you can only change one life at a time one family at a time or at a community lecture maybe 10 people 20 people Mm -hmm. this lets us help more people and and we just are feeling great about it right and knowledge is power it is absolutely thank you Mm -hmm. yeah thank you so much for joining us ladies thank you 